Oops. I know we have not received this morning's tithes and offerings, and we will. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and do that really quick. And then looks back. Listen, we just went through this. Sorry looks back. Worry looks around. Faith looks up. Very good, honey. Sorry looks back. Worry looks around. And faith looks up. So are you looking back? Are you looking around? Or are you looking back up? So you'll know if you're sorry because sorry looks back. Worry looks around. And faith looks up. Looking up, knowing our redemption draweth nigh. Amen. So we're going to turn back to Isaiah again, real quick, 53. You know, the way the Hebrews ate bread and things, they would lay down. They didn't sit at tables like we do on chairs and things. And, and uh, I can't imagine it myself. I can't even lay in bed and try to eat. But anyway, um, that's how they did it. And um, if we only could understand and have a true revelation in our mind of how things went. Okay, Isaiah 53, 5. I'm teaching on peace. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needed to obtain peace and well-being was upon him. So, peace... He took our peace upon him. It says, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. So we understand that we are to have peace. And I like the way Pastor put that. Sorry looks back, worry looks around, and faith looks up. Y'all should write that down and, and you know, we're all sorry for a lot of things we did, but it's in the past. And if it keeps harassing you, then ask God to forgive you. If it's something you continually do, then stop. Look up. Because worry looks around and faith looks up. Amen? So Acts 10.36 This is a continuation on joy moving into peace now. We need joy and peace, amen? It is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Do you realize when you have joy, the glory comes? Improve that in a minute. I might bounce around today, as Pastor tells me, but I got some things here that the Lord told me, and I was sitting there to write down. So I'm sure if He told me that, He wants it done. Okay, 
Matter of fact, I know he does. Verse 36. Boy, I hope I did not blow this one. Nope. You know the contents of the message which he sent to Israel announcing the good news, the gospel of peace by Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. The message of good news, gospel of peace. The word which God sent under the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. Preaching peace. Preaching peace. Not preaching doom and gloom and, and agony on you, but preaching peace. They went through their trials. They went through their tests. They went through everything, but they continued preaching peace even as they were fed to lions. What the enemy would like to do in this hour is to get the preachers to start preaching doom and gloom that's not what Jesus went about preaching and doing. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Amen? That's peace. Romans 5.1 Can you imagine Jesus going around preaching anything but peace? I mean, yeah, he did tell them what was going to happen and what was going to come. But he also shared of the protection that God would give them. Every one of God's children who walks in him, even, even if a person was martyred as Stephen was, there was great peace upon him. Think about this. He just kept on going. He just went through the... The Old Testament, he just went right on through and kept preaching and made him mad enough to where they stoned him. He saw, he looked up and saw Jesus. In Jesus, there is peace. Romans 5.1 Therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous, and given a right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Peace with God. Peace with God. Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. Hallelujah. Through Him we are... We have our access, entrance, introduction by faith into the grace, the state of God's favor in which we firmly and safely stand. In which we firmly and safely stand. You know, the Bible, my Bible says that anything we go through, God will always make a way of escape for us. So don't get bogged down in the situation and the circumstances. Know that the, that the way of escape is out there and you'll find it in his word and he'll show you and tell you exactly what to do in every circumstance and situation. You cannot get, don't run away from the word. Run to the word and run to God. Amen. 
We are to seek peace. In Job 22, 21, seek peace. You know, if it's not peaceful, it isn't happy in our house. I'm going to tell you, we seek peace in our house. My kids knew that. Do not, do not get in strife. You can laugh as loud as you want. You can do whatever, but don't come and tattle, number one. Don't tell on each other. And do not cause this house to be unpeace, to have no peace. And don't lie. You want to bring, be in a place where there's no peace? Lie to me. <laughs> okay. Job twenty two twenty one. Receive, I pray thee. I hope I got no nope. twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Did I say twenty two twenty one? I'm sorry. Acquaint yourself, acquaint now yourself with him, agree with God, and show yourself to be conformed to his will, and be at peace. By that you shall prosper, and great good shall come to you. This is Job. Remember Job? I've heard, you know, in the old days, people used to say, I'm just like Job. And I, you know, I said, no, you're not. Receive. And then he goes on to say, let's, let's look at this. Acquaint now yourself with him. Agree with God. Agree with his word and show yourself to be conformed to his will. Well, his will is his word. You cannot separate his will and his word. Okay, his, his will is always going to be for you his word. And be at peace. By that you shall prosper and great good shall come to you. Receive, I pray you, the law and the instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. Hallelujah. Lay up his words in your heart. If you have his words laid up in your heart, then you're going to have peace when you go into any situation. God has instructed both Pastor and I to teach. I think we taught three weeks on joy. Well, now we're on peace. Joy and peace go together. Okay? So get used to it until God says we're moving to something else. Because he wants you to lay up these words in your heart in this hour that we're in. Like I said, God will always make a way of escape. Joy and peace are a way of escape. How many realize this? If you're around someone and, and, you are not, and they are stealing and robbing your joy, get away from them as fast as you can. Because the enemy will send people to do that. Job had some friends that did that. Then he had a wife that was a real doozer. Curse God and die. How'd you like to have her? What a winner. Acquaint yourself now with him. Agree with God and show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. By that you shall prosper and great good shall come to you. Great, I, I say this to you because the word says it, be at peace and great good will come to you. If you're the type of personality that runs hot and cold, in other words, one minute you're this way and the next minute you're that, 
Get your life balanced out and be peaceful. If you find that you fly off the handle easy or whatever, get these scriptures out and say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I am going to be at peace. Amen? Because you want prosperity and you want great good to come to you. So he's saying, show yourself. He said, acquaint yourself with him, the word. Agree with God. Whatever the word tells you to do, do it. And show yourself to be conformed to his will and be at peace. By that you shall prosper and great good shall come to you. Receive, I pray you, the law and instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. Hallelujah. 23. If you return to the Almighty and submit and humble yourself before him, you will be built up if you put away unrighteousness far from your tents. This is a promise that he's giving you. This isn't even in my notes half of this. So let's go with whatever he wants and let him tell us what we need to hear today. I don't know everything you guys have been going through. I've been too busy dealing with people that are backslidden this week. Trying to get them back right with God. Okay, hallelujah. We are to seek peace. Psalms 34, 14. If you want to see me get away from a person, either I'm going to cast the devils out of them, if that's what it is, or we are, we are parting friendships if, there are, if we can't, if there's not peace. I'm being honest. I, did, I can't handle that. There's just some things in my life that I just can't, I won't, I won't. I can, but I won't deal with. Life is too short. And the way this, this I shared earlier in the class, the way this year's going, hey, I'm going to be 80 pretty soon, the way this is going. <laughs> laugh. 70 is only three months away. What is the date? Three months and three days. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Pastor's laughing. That's all right. You're older than me, so laugh on. <laughs> 34, 14. How many know it's going fast? Depart from evil and do good, inquire for and crave peace and pursue and go after it. If something is not bringing you peace, do not pursue that. But whatever brings you peace, pursue it and go after it as long as it's along with the word of God. I mean, there can be a peace that your, your fleshly self would like to go after. You know, oh, I think it's okay to go eat that. No, you know, I, well, you have offered me something the other day, some sweet something. I said, chalk, no, it was something out. Well, mint chocolate at the rest. I said, are you kidding me? But let's move on here. The, he likes those real well. And the Lord redeems the lives of his servants and none of those who take refuge and trust in the Lord shall be 
condemned or held guilty. Glory to God. So seek peace, amen? This is a really, really good, good chapter when you look at this. Psalms 34 is an excellent, excellent chapter. I mean, it goes on to say, um, verse 11, Come, ye children, listen to me, and I will teach you to revere and worshiply fear the Lord. Come, you children, listen to me. If you don't listen to the Lord, you're going to come into church and you're not going to want to revere and worship the Lord. Amen? Glory to your name. What, what man is he who desires long life, desires life and longs for many days that he may see good? Keep your mouth from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek iniquity. Seek, not in, don't seek iniquity. Seek, comma, inquire for, and crave peace and pursue, go after it. Crave peace, crave it, crave it, crave it. Crave peace. Crave peace like you would crave something else. Crave it. The eyes of the Lord are towards the uncompromisingly righteous, verse 15, and his ears are open to their cry. 16, the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. Ouch. 17, what? when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their distresses and troubles. That one goes along with Psalms 107, 19. 18, the Lord is close to those who are of broken heart and saves such as are crushed with sorrow from sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. Many evils confront the con consistently righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Many evils will come after you or confront you, but you, the Lord delivers you from them all. Hallelujah. This is not in my notes, but we're going to go with it because he wants to. He, he keeps all his bones and not one of them is broken. He keeps all his bones and not one of them. Speak to your bones and tell them they're not, you're not going to break. Okay, not one of them is broken. Verse 22, the Lord redeems the lives of his servants and none of those who take refuge and trust in him shall be condemned or held guilty. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Isaiah 27, 15. You know, you can walk in a room. The Bible says you can walk in a room and say, peace be to, this, to the walls of this room or to the walls of this house. You know, I mean, how many of you ever walked into a house and you knew, boy, those people just got over having strife in this place. <clears throat> but you can speak peace to the walls of a house. Where am I again? Thank you, Jesus. 2715. Uh-oh, we lost it. Five. Five. My exclamation point, exclamation came together. <laughs> Sorry. Or whatever points those are I was trying to make. If you saw this, you would go, how can you read it? Oh, let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me and he shall come and he shall make peace with me. Or else, 
if all Israel would escape being burned up to get what? <laughs> That's what it says. Would escape being burned up together. There is but one alternative. Let them take hold of my strength and make complete surrender to my protection and they may make peace with me. Yes, I let them make peace with me. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, Israel, make peace with God. Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom and teaching, and admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father by him. So let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let the peace of God rule in your heart no matter where you are or what situation you're in you can close your eyes and just get in to God and tone everything out trust me I've had to do it before he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall what say it loud to me Psalm 91, let's turn there. I'm not saying it loud enough. I gotta hear it. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the mo You know, it's really when you can uh, put music to the Psalms, like a lot of people have, a lot of songs, I'll just start singing them. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, on Him I, re I lean and rely, and in Him I confidently trust. I confidently trust. You confidently trust Him? Colossians 3.15 We already did this one, but we'll do it again. And let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as an umpire continually in your hearts. So how many have ever played baseball? I didn't play unless I pitched. That was fine. <laughs> let the... Look at this, what it says. And let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as an umpire continually in your hearts. So let peace be the umpire in your heart. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds 
in that peaceful state to which as members of Christ, one body, you were also called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God Almighty. So we need to let, let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ, rule, act as an umpire continually in your heart. No peace, don't move. It's pretty simple. You know, a lot of people will take the word. We've all done it. So I've done it. You've done it. We've all done Pastor's done it. I can guarantee. And try to get the word to line up to what we want to do. But when we do that, I mean, we've all done it. Thanks, Lisa, for smiling. One smiling face out in the crowd. I'll just stare at you. We've all done it. Come on, come on, come on. I want to find something that's going to agree with me here. And you just can't. So if we let the peace of God rule as umpire in our hearts, and we listen to him, then we will, he'll, he'll tell you, don't go there. You'll just know it. He won't even have to talk. Don't go, don't go. You'll just know it. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't say it. Usually it has to do with saying, don't, don't say it, just don't. I have to tell you, the person I can honestly say that I respect more in this area of not saying it is sitting on the front row right there. He's shaking his head. No, I guarantee it. I have watched him just... There's a look he gets. Most of you have, don't know it, but I know it. He'll just, whatever. I'm proud of you. Would to God we all had that all the time. I'm not saying he's perfect. He hasn't got his perfect halo yet, but I have to say in that area, you get an A+. Plus. Me, I'll let you grade me later when we get home. Okay, First Peter 3.11. Some of us might need to get braces and tie our teeth together and that way it just... Put, you know, if you have to put the tongue, your tongue to the roof of your mouth and just don't do it. Oh, thank you, Father, for um, verse Peter 3.11. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. Let him seek peace and ensue it. You don't hear the word ensue too often. Um, let him turn away from wickedness and shun it and let him do right. Let him search for peace. Let him, so he's saying we got to search. This is something we have to search for. Sometimes you're in a situation and you really have to search for it. Amen. Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbedness from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts. And seek it eagerly. 
do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow men, and with yourself, but pursue, go after them. Don't merely desire it. He's saying, you know, a lot of things we see and we desire it, but we don't pursue it. We desire it. It's something we want, but we don't pursue it. You know, it takes work to pursue anything. Anything. I mean, to go to the gym or to go out and exercise four times a week. You know, three times a week exercise. This is what I was just told. Three times a week, an hour in the pool is going to let you stay, keep your stable weight that you're at. Four times, it's going to burn the fat off you. Not nice. Three times will keep you stable. So once you start exercising, that'll keep you stable where you're at. But it's the fourth one that'll burn it off. So look what he's saying here. Let him turn away from wickedness and shun it and let him do right. Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbedness from fears, agitating passions and moral conflicts and seek it eagerly. Do not merely desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow men and with yourself, but pursue, go after them. Go after them. If there's a relationship that is not peaceful, get in the word after it and talk to God about it. I've got something written here in verse 2. Oh, good. Oh, well, really good. <laughs> well, that's married women just listen up. Those of you that think you want to get married, listen up too, okay? <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. In like manner, like what manner? I always go, in like manner, who's he talking about here? He's talking about the man. You know, um, when Pastor and I first got saved, I used to pick out scriptures to tell him how he wasn't um, living up to them. Wouldn't you like to live with me? But it talks about here in chapter 2, first it talks about Jesus and how when he was reviled, it said, let's look at verse 21, even here to where you called because Christ who suffered for us, leaving us an example. This is chapter 221, that you should follow his steps. He was guilty of no sin, neither was deceit, guile ever found on his lips. And when he was reviled and insulted, he did not revile or offer insult in return. When he was, when he was abused and suffered, he made no threats of vengeance, but he trusted himself and everything to him who judges fairly. He personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar and offered himself on it that we might die, cease to exist, to sin and live in righteousness. By his stripes you were healed. For you were going astray like so many sheep, but now you have come back to the shepherd and the guardian, the shepherd of your souls. In like manner, you married women, be submissive to your own husbands. Subordinate yourself as being secondary to, and no, I don't want to see any hands slapping your wife either under the 
under the chair, and dependent on them and adapt yourself to them so that even if you, they do not obey the word of God, you may be one, they may be won over, not by discussion, by, but godly lives of their wives while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. I have written here, develop your relationship relationship of the heart of God. Well, I remember where I know we're kind of away from peace, but this will give you peace. Trust me. Don't forget what I just said, but we're going to get over under here. One time I was at the sink in our, I don't know, God talks to me at sinks, showers, bathrooms, whatever. But in, in our house in Watsonville, he used to talk to me in the, at the kitchen sink. I was there all the time, I guess, doing dishes. Our stupid hamster got in the dishwasher and ate up all the wiring. Went on vacation and one of the kids let that thing out. Let me tell you, when that beast got under the, my new oven, I turned that sucker up to 500. <laughs> and it came running out from under it. I wasn't going to have him eat the oven. But this is, I remember at the sink, the Lord told me, because I, I think I was probably, you had done something probably. Um, he said, we're in our early days of marriage. Okay. I think I was telling God how bad he was, most likely, because if I was at the sink, that was probably it. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not. Again, when he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously. God told me that day, I can see it as clear. I was a lot younger then, had long hair. I can see it as clear as I can. Don't even go there. I'm going to teach you something right now. If you will do this, if you will commit yourself to him who judges righteously in every situation, then I will take care of the situation on your behalf. If you learn one thing today, learn that. You'll have peace all the time if you can do this. That's what Jesus did. Sure, he was reviled against, he was threatened, he suffered, but how did he go through this? He committed, he threatened not. When he was reviled, he reviled not. When he suffered, he threatened not. But he committed himself to him that judges righteously. That is one way to obtain peace, one of the best ways. Okay, these are the three scriptures that I'm supposed to give you this morning when I was sitting there. So we are going to very quickly go through these three. One is in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Boy, that didn't get much scriptures out today, but that's perfectly fine. So what are you going to do if you're reviled? Anybody? Turn it over to God who judges fairly. You want to share what God just did for you? Yes or no? Would you like to? Would you someday? Yeah. Or if you want, give me permission to, I would, because that was a miracle to me. But someday she will share what God really did a miracle for her. Set, where is it? 
What page is it, honey? You should be there by now. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Okay, mine's on 601. <laughs> what Bible do you have? Second Chronicles chapter 20. Okay, we know that Mo the Moabites and the Amorites and the Menunites and the and came after Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel in battle. Chapter 20. And they feared and they set themselves to seek the Lord. In verse 3, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself determinedly as his vital need to seek the Lord. He proclaimed a fast in all Judah and they all fasted. Thank God. All right. This is what God told them. He said in 17, you do not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Now this is going to tie into what we just got done teaching on praise. So he tells them to send out the praisers. Remember that last week? We're here Wednesday night. You got it. Um, he consulted them. With the, when he consulted with the people, he had pointed singers unto the Lord that they should praise the beauty of the holiness, and they went out before the army. He, they sent out the praisers before they sent out those with those in the army that had all the weapons. Think of this. Oh, well, I appoint you and you and you and you and you to be praisers, but the army are going to be behind you. And I want you to go out first. They had all fasted, and so this is what they were told to do. So, I, don't, I love this. I know you've, te you've taught this a lot. I don't care. We need to hear this. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. The children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay, to slay and destroy them, and they killed each other. All they had to do was go out, be obedient to God, go out and set out the praisers before the army, start praising, all of them praised, and God set the army all against each other, and they all slewed each other. And all Israel had to do was go in and pick up the spoil. And how many days did they take to pick up the spoil? Anybody know? How many? Three days. And they didn't do anything. Church, I'm telling you, this is where most people are missing it. Right here. Your praise and worship. The next one is in Psalms 1, 49 and 50. And then my darling, if you would look up where Paul and Silas were in jail, I would appreciate that because he just gave me Paul and Silas.
not that hard to come in here and praise the Lord, I'll tell you right now. It's how bad do you want what you're believing for. It comes right down to that. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord, Psalms 149. Sing praise to him in the assembly of his saints. That means here. Got it. Let Israel rejoice in him, their maker. Let Zion's children triumph and be joyful in their king. I know some of you are sitting there going, we sing the same songs over and over. Well, I hate to tell you this, but some people have one or two songs to sing. <laughs> oh, Lord, please don't let me go here. Jeez. Let Israel rejoice in him, their maker. Let Zion's children triumph and be joyful in their king. Let Zion's children triumph and be joyful in their king. Triumph and joy. Triumph and joy. Are you triumphant? You'll be joyful. Let them praise his name in the chorus and choir and with, sing, with a singing group dance. Let them dance. Let them think, sing praises to him with the, tam, the tambourine and the lyre. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation and adorn the, wretch, and adorn the wretched with victory. Let the saints be joyful in the glory and the beauty which God confers upon them. Let them sing for joy upon their beds. Are you singing on your bed? You should hear in our house when we get home. This is a big deal. These little puppies, they know how to praise the Lord. We come in the door, pastor lets them out, and we do this. Dun, 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 dun. And they both come out and do a dance for us and go running around and twirling around. These two Maltese praise better than most Christians that I know. Okay. Let the saints be joyful in the glory and the beauty which God confers upon them. Let them sing for joy upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and a two-edged sword in their hand to wreck vengeance upon the nations and chastisements on the peoples to bind the kings with chains and the nobles with fetters of iron. To execute upon the judgment written, he, the Lord, is honored and of all his saints, praise you, the Lord, hallelujah. You know what's wrong in America? A lot of it is because the Christians are not praising. I'll just tell you right now. There we go. Paul and Silas. Acts 16.25. Acts 16.25. Maybe this will get all of us to jump up and start praising. or sit. I don't care if you sit in your seat and praise. I don't care how you do it. Just do it. Acts what? You're, you see here how important this is. If you are a praiser, you are going to have peace. Amen? Let me put it to you this way. I've never been praising God and not had peace. I've never spoken in tongues and not had peace. Those are two things. Or sat there and confessed the word over and over again and not had peace. Three things. Think of it. 16, 15, 21. 16, 21. 25. 
All right. I want, I want you to ask yourself if you could do this if you ended up in jail. Well, I shouldn't be here. How dare they put me here? 1625. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Remember, they were down in the dungeonous worst part of the prison. Filth, dungeon, dirty, dark. Think of this. They don't even make prisons now like they used to. Prisons, to some people, are a picnic. And the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundation of the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the key, look at this. Not just were theirs loosed, everybody's were loosed. This is the last thing that I have to say. Then if pastor wants to come up, he can, or I'm going to pray us out of here, or pray the prayer. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if the rapture took place as soon as I pray? You know what I mean. I'll pray and then we can go. Okay. I can't remember what I was going to say. Thanks, Lord. Where was I? I'm in jail. I want you to think about this. Here are these people... They're down there in the dungeon, the worst part of the jail, worst, and then all of a sudden they hear these people praying. And I can guarantee you that they weren't just saying, well, God, we're so happy to be here in this jail. They started praying in tongues, I guarantee you, and got louder and louder and louder, and then singing praises, high praises of God. And the earthquake shook, and they got out. If you're in jail in yourself in any way, you shouldn't be because you took communion. But if it tries to come back on you, this is the way to get out. Praise God. Sing, pray, pray and sing praises. Get out. Let yourself get out of yourself. You know, some people have got to get out of their cells. It's the truth. Our biggest trouble problem is not the devil. A lot of people would like, remember Flip Wilson? You've probably never heard of him. He used to have this thing that he said, the devil made him do it. A lot of Christians say that, you know, it's the devil. Well, let me tell you, unless you give power to the devil, he doesn't have that much power. Unless you give it to him. Please. Change your attitude on praise and worship. See that God is trying to tell you that there are some things some, that the enemy has had held people in captive, not just maybe you, but others around you that he wants to set free, like this country. Amen. You know, some people get constipated in the spirit. And the one thing to get them out of that is praise and worship. 
I hate to say that, but they become, become, it's the best way to put it, plugged up. And they need to be freed. So be freed. Do you have anything you want to share? So what was your, what was your um, nugget today? Look back. Sorrow looks back. Worry looks around. Faith looks up. up. Y'all get that? What are you going to do this week? Look back, look around, or look up? Look back? Who said look back? (laughs) Okay, do you want to close? Father, we just thank you for the word that will go forth. I thank you, God, that the word we heard, it sets us free. When we took communion today, and we received what you gave us, there were things that were broken. We need to walk by faith and not by sight. And just do what your word says to do. And I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to know, and you can look at my notes, that a big part of this was not on my notes. So, and if you think that I'm reading your mail, I'm not. Praise you, Jesus.